an American history lesson. You don't know nothing about Lady Liberty. Standing there in the harbor with her torch on high, screaming out to all the nations of the world, send me your poor, your deadbeats, your filthy. <laughs> and all the nations sent them in here. They come swarming in like ants. Your Spanish PRs from the Caribbean. Your Japs, your Chinamen, your Krauts and your Heaves, and your Lincoln Spanish. And they're all free to live in their own separate sections. Where they feel safe and they bust your head if you go in there. That's what makes America great, buddy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Top 5 of Death. This is episode number 9. I got it right this time, unlike last week when I was unsure uh, which episode we were on. But I know for a fact that it is 9. Yes. Uh, my name is Matt. Uh, today I am joined with uh, Dooley. Hello. And um, everyone's favorite, Mr. BWK, is not here. Oh. No, today we are uh, joined with our uh, our sit-in um, friend of ours, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Brian Babineau. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, Brian. I'm under a lot of pressure, so uh, no, go no. easy on me. You bet. Uh, I'll tell the listeners, this is a good friend of mine, so treat him like you would uh, anyone else. He's a good guy. I'm literally begging you. <laughs> right. He's a good friend of Dooley's, but he is my roommate. So, so he hates me. That's right. He yeah, leaves sense. the cupboards open, and he neglects to feed the cat. That <laughs> do you, leave, do you leave the cupboards open? I never do that, and I hate the cat, so I'm not going to fucking feed it. Right. Oh my God. Anyway, um, this is the Top 5 of Death, a show where we uh, each come up with a list of our five uh, favorite or worst things, depending on the episode topic. Um, and then we each put our list up on Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death uh, for voting. And whatever list wins the voting, uh, the person who wrote that list is, by d- definition, the winner. Yeah. <laughs> and then the following week writes, uh, tells us how the other two hosts die. Uh, last week, it was a close one. It was neck and neck with BWK and Dooley on the list of top five dumb personal stories. <laughs> how you two beat my list is unbelievable <laughs> to me because I, on my list, I broke my mother's ribs. <laughs> I was accused of kidnapping, yeah. and I showed my dick to my sister, <laughs> and I lost somehow. Well, I wonder if that just painted a very uh, questionable uh, portrait of yourself, yeah, where if, people if it didn't was, really want to support that. If it was meanest lists, then you would certainly win. Yeah, no, if it was those, like they were all dumb. If it was like worst things. top five, what makes you the worst person in the world? Then yeah, you definitely should have won. And I talked to a bunch of people that listened to it. It's most people's favorite episode. It's very, very funny. But All right. uh, a bunch of people mentioned specifically Dooley's punch in the bus story. So yeah. that was. Oh. I think th- I think that might have been the. He punches story. one <laughs> bus and he wins. I break my mother's ribs, and I get nothing. One bus is all it takes. You know what? I punched a bus too. You don't see me putting it on my list. <laughs> did did you punch a bus? It, yeah, and it didn't even make my top five. That's how crazy my life is. <laughs> Dually. Anyway, punch so many buses that you don't even doesn't even make your list. That's right. I punch a bus. <laughs> it's nothing a week. to you anymore. That's right. I can't even go to work without punching a bus because of my OCD. Isn't that the name of your ba- Isn't that the name of your band? Uh, punch West bus West. punch. Yeah, I'm a private Facebook page. Bus punchers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my OCD. So anyway, I uh, came down to neck and neck. Uh, there was actually a tie, but um, well, here's the thing. So yeah, BWK and myself were tied. BWK just says, "Well, you can you can take it." 
Well, so he, let's he, let's think about that for a second, everybody. Wait, yeah, let's vote for v, for BWK, who doesn't even want to like fight to be the winner. He'll just, no, you can you can have it. That's right. fine. Yeah, keep voting for him. That's great. <laughs> Such yeah. an easy concession. He didn't want to saddle me with the responsibility of being excited. Of having of having to read out loud. Yeah, I Andy's, can't do that. I can't read. Andy's not even here. He actually texted me a little while ago. He goes, "Hey, I I'm not gonna be able to make it. Can you tell all the listeners that I personally hate them and I and I Jesus wish that they Christ. horrible things happen to each and every one of you? Can you believe that, Jesus people? Christ. So, so remember glad he's that not here to, uh, <laughs> to I hate him. That. Right. I hate him. Can you even picture that? Right. <laughs> so don't vote for him ever again. But uh, yes, yeah, so Dooley won. Too. So uh, this is uh, we're gonna get to the desk. Dooley, take it away. Okay. Um. Oh, real quick, just wanna preface this. This every week we always do our deaths, typically uh, inspired by what was discussed the week before. So uh, definitely listen to last week's episode, and then you can be fulfilled by these deaths. Okay. So I'll do BWK first because he's not here. All right. Oh, I, I just want to stop you real quick. BWK is actually at a family reunion with uh, all of his uh, brothers, who <laughs> are where a lot of his stories come from. And I told him that he better come back with some good uh, stories that he may have forgotten that maybe his brothers <laughs> can enlighten him on. He really has the best childhood stories. I right. love them. Okay, so here we go. Unemployed and alone, BWK was cursing the problems that our current economy was facing. <laughs> I'll never find a job in this country, he said. Just as about, just as he was about to sign himself up for an EBT card, he gets a call from a company called Cyber. <laughs> BWK had dealt with them once before, and he knew what he was facing. They asked him to come in to meet with six people. As a last-ditch effort for a job, he agreed. BWK shows up to the interview with a terrific resume, and he's donning his Sunday best. <laughs> he's greeted by a man who asks him to wait in the waiting room for the first interviewer. As BWK steps into the waiting room, he notices some peculiar things. He notices the room is dark and dingy. He's then more, e- more alarmed when he notices a skeleton chained to the wall. <laughs> it then occurs to him that he's not in a waiting room, but rather locked in a dungeon. BWK waits for the interview for almost three months <laughs> before he painfully <laughs> dies of dehydration <laughs> and starvation. Uh, <laughs> I like how he died waiting for the interview. <laughs> he never That's did really anything great. about it. That's he really oh, was just patiently waiting. That's not too far off. He basically waited there he for almost, a he lifetime. He almost <laughs> was so thirsty that he died. <laughs> right. Okay. That's, so. a, that's that's two times he's died from uh, sheer just uh, waiting almost around. like a, a lack of will to live. <laughs> <laughs> I really think that he probably wouldn't be a very good survivor. No. <laughs> He's I mean, he can defend himself go. when he comes back, you know, if he wants to address that, but that's my opinion. He's losing his will to live. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ah, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. So this is Matt's. After years of a toward relationship with his mother, <laughs> Matt decides it's finally time to air out some grievances and rekindle their relationship. Matt has broken her ribs, <laughs> popped her tires, stolen her jewelry, (laughs) and ultimately cost her thousands of dollars in damages. He eventually (laughs) grew up feeling an an inescapable sense of guilt, and he needed to clear the air. He calls his mother on the phone and invites her to come to his apartment for a home-cooked meal. She is more than delighted that her ingrate son would even gesture something so sweet-natured. He fixes her a wonderful wonderful dinner not seen since Paula Deen's heyday. (laughs) (laughs) Like five days ago. As she, as she sits down to a warm meal, she looks at him and considers herself the luckiest mother in the world. She takes a bite of her food and immediately starts choking on it. Mom, are you okay? exclaims Matt. She could not respond. 
he realizes what's happening, and like Olympic champion Dominique Moshianu, <laughs> he leaps over the counter to give his mother the Heimlich. His squeezers are so tight that he winds up breaking all of her ribs, instantly killing her. <laughs> Matt, unable to cope with being the worst son in the world, slits his throat and dies a slow, painful death. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. That Dominique Moshianu thing killed me i was fucking i remember that so vividly from the olympics days it's so fucking funny. i'm gonna try to call her on the phone <laughs> I, was, I was more of a dominique does kind of guy though oh you got jungle fever my friend <laughs> i was more of a oh summer God, sanders kind of guy <laughs> you forgot she was black i just remember the name uh funny thing about your your death though uh, my mom does have a problem with uh swallowing food because she has a uh, a small esophagus <laughs> God. <laughs> so that was rooted in truth almost. That you almost punctured when you were 16? Uh, no, this, this, this is a new uh, ailment of hers. Jesus. But um, Poor yeah. woman. So, that's, that's, so that was that. That's how we died. Yay, everybody. Okay. Uh, so this week's episode, um, actually, I got a bit of news um, before we go any further. Just so everyone knows, um, this was written in from a, uh, from a listener. I just want to let everyone know that uh, kids in the backseat cause accidents and accidents in the backseat cause kids. That oh, <laughs> you got an email that just said that. Well, if anybody remembers when I was first pleading for uh, emails, I said, "Send me any sentence, and I will recite it on the <laughs> podcast." So as that as was the, it, huh? As the show gets more and more popular, <laughs> people are going back and listening to old episodes, and someone uh, sent that in. So I didn't want to. Uh, I thought that maybe that was somebody who made a typo and accidentally sent us an email. <laughs> do you know? Do you know that person? No. That's so funny. Nope. <laughs> I love it. So there's that. and um, <laughs> It's good advice, too. I just want to share. Uh, actually, I'll give a real uh, small version of it. Uh, so some of you sent us some good uh, stories of your own from last week's episodes of dumb personal stories. Oh, nice. Uh, one that sticks out to me, um, I'm sure there were more, but uh, the one that sticks out to me I thought was funny was, um, I, f- I don't know the story verbatim, but pretty much what happened was uh, this guy and a girl were uh, out in like the outskirts of town, like smoking weed or whatever. And like this is when they were in high school. And, like, they were smoking weed and got, like, paranoid. And, like, some other car, like, came around. So, like, freaked out and, like, turned the car off and, like, turned the radio down and, like, jumped out of the car and, like, <laughs> ran and hid in the bushes while this other car just came by. Um, and then they, like, once the car left, they um they got back in the car and they were like, oh, you know, whatever. And then they looked at the clock and it uh, it was, like, 3.40 in the morning and, like, they had to be back, like, hours before. So, they panicked and ran what? home real fast <laughs> and when and when the i guess when the, the kid got home he looked at the clock and it said it was only like one or something i guess what happened was in his panic he accidentally hit the the hour knob on the clock <laughs> instead of turning down the radio instead of turning down the radio <laughs> and, and put the time ahead two hours <laughs> so i thought it was kind of funny that's that was great funny. But, that's uh, a good one that yeah. sounds like something that would have happened to me yeah <laughs> that's definitely a, a druggy you're promoting drugs on this program i know, I know this how is can you live with yourself i don't live right. with myself <laughs> luckily <laughs> oh. But um, this week, uh, our episode is was picked by Dooley, was, is uh, top five uh, TV theme songs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I never realized how many theme songs I love until yeah. this podcast. Yeah, this, it was, this it was, was tough, tough really tough. Uh, just whittling it down was a freaking nightmare. I, I suggest uh, for honorable mentions, we go like rapid fire around maybe a couple times just naming theme songs. Yeah, sure. My, on- my honorable mention has like six anyway. So. Right. Well, it's funny because, you know, I, I was such an indoor kid, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> I, can't, a, I do not believe it. And, and it was the type of thing where you would hear the, t- the TV on the other room and you'd hear a certain theme song. And it's like, oh, shit, great. And you'd like mm-hmm. run to like watch that yeah. that show. Um, so that's kind of what I had in mind when I was making this list. Absolutely. And it's funny because some of the shows I name, I don't even like. 
but I love the theme song. <laughs> Funny, well, I'll tell it after. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, t- uh, most of my picks are based on like how it used to make me feel when I was younger, and like mm-hmm. the nostalgia attached to it, rather sure. than the actual show. Right. Some of the shows sucked. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Yeah, I I base my picks around just if I like the song or not, and I'll explain why uh, you know as we go along. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so should we get started? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Who started it. last week? Was it BWK? It was BWK started. Yeah, it was me. All right, so technically it's be your your starting. Okay, cool. So my and, number five and by, is by you. I meant Dooley. <coughs> I forget people can't see me pointing a direction <laughs> on the podcast. And it's it's you, the listener. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's get into it. My number five is. As Days Go By, the theme song to Family Matters. Fuck yeah. I love that song. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Written by Jesse Frederick. <laughs> I, put, I put the like promotions too. Oh, I didn't pick up any of the people who wrote my oh, songs. I, I definitely did. <laughs> I'm such um, a shitbag. It's, it's such a good theme song. It's so good, Dooley. Oh, uh, that was a good one. Actually, do you guys, guys want to listen to it? Yeah. Yes. We're, yeah. Why don't we listen to uh, a little snip of each theme song just so we can all enjoy the nostalgia. So uh, here is a short clip of the... Uh, theme. What's the song called? As, As days, days go by. That sounds like a that sounds like a 2003 metal band name. <laughs> uh, Burning but, embers in my eyes. Right. So here's a uh, here's a short clip of uh, As Days Go By. It's even harder to find Well then there must be some magic clue Inside these gentle walls Cause all I see is a tower of dreams Real love bursting out of every scene Well, that was fun. It is oh, so, so good. It's, it's so, so good. catchy. Funky, as, as you described Yeah, it's it. definitely like, it's got this like R&B soul <laughs> to it. <laughs> I, I think and that, that... Oh, that funky piano. Uh, mm. It might be too funky. No way. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it sets the... Th- it's it's great. And I think that could exist. Urkel is a funky man. <laughs> <laughs> Stefan Urkel is a funky man. That's what they had in mind when they wrote that theme song. Right. But like, <laughs> Ur- Urkel is not supposed to be the main not character at all. of the show He was like the Braco character. I think... Weird fact about... Family Matters. It was a spinoff. Did you guys know I that? I didn't know that, yeah. Um, I didn't. It's a spinoff of what? Perfect Strangers. Weird. Isn't that so weird? Was that a successful show? Yeah, I don't think it was not as big as Family Matters. It, it ran for like seven seasons. It was successful. Okay. Oh, it's, wow. It sucks, though. I hate it. Really? Although, the song <laughs> is so good. But anyway, um, no, uh, Family Matters. Like, I never 
loved the show. It was like real yeah, popular when I was younger, and I well, liked it. I watched it. There but. was a brief amount of time where I'm like, Urkel is so funny. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like what, on TGI Fridays, I'd be like, All right, we got to watch Urkel. He's hilarious. <laughs> right. Oh um, but that was a very short window, and then like I wised up to it, and I was like, yeah. Wait a minute, the w- show is rough. Did you call it Urkel? I love when people used to call it Urkel. Oh, I'm gonna watch Urkel. Uh, I think the <laughs> funniest thing, Jeff. Man. Jeff used to call uh, Full House Michelle. I think that is the funniest fucking. Thing. What? Why? Because <laughs> Michelle, as a kid. Michelle was the only thing that like appealed to him. <laughs> I think that's so fucking. Funny. What? Who that's did? So, so strange. Jeff, your friend Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Are what? Hundreds of people who don't know who Jeff is. This <laughs> original, our, our roommate's boyfriend. All right, our roommate's boyfriend. <laughs> A little oh. inside baseball for you. Yeah, so sorry. that's my number five. That's it's, it's super, super good. I think that could have been a popular song even if it wasn't attached to the show. No, no, seriously. It's I, wicked I disagree. <laughs> Come on, what are you talking about? Oh, that would have been, that would have been ja- a radio smash. What radio station? What shit. type of radio station? Kiss my way. I don't know, like no. R- R&B, like groove. I don't know. You don't, Feel good. You don't, it ain't, it ain't top the on the charts. You don't think that would play right after Lil' Kim on Jim? How do you not think that? You have to be You have to be. I love king. the song. It's a great TV theme song. You don't think that would top the charts if it was like a real song? No, and what the hell was up with the glass breaking was that just the <laughs> file we had or is that or in the I think song that, that was like a was that a computer like no I, d- I don't know oh by the bad. way oh, so by weird. the way i want to mention we have our first female engineer uh this week so if things go horribly wrong yeah. uh for women it's all <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> just women. women in general all right so if you look at the news this week and realize that <laughs> feminism just ain't working out that's right blame our engineer <laughs> no, <laughs> she's a vulgar one. Uh, yeah, she's got some uh, swears are coming. You out. hear that, woman? Put your bras back on. And stop burning them. <laughs> stop it. There's already people that think you're sexist. Oh, I would. Why care? They can't <laughs> find me. <laughs> All right, you guys uh, ready to move on? Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's my turn. So my number five uh, is uh, another classic. It is the theme to the Brady Bunch. Hell yeah. Okay. Right. I love that. So pretty much all my picks are very like. Even if I wasn't a big fan of the show, like I. I can remember maybe the popular episodes of the Brady Bunch, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't watch it religiously. However, the theme song is classic. Absolutely, everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best. Yeah. yeah, it's iconic. And oh, do you want to listen to it? Uh, Let's listen to it. Yeah, why don't we just listen to it? We'll give a so. <laughs> I feel like a DJ playing songs is like all right. This <laughs> <laughs> this next one is the, the Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch. <laughs> You'd be the worst DJ ever. <laughs> all right, I, I, I'll say. All right, this one's will... for all of the. Uh, all the families out there who went through a divorce and then two people got back together. I, w- right. I would listen to that radio station. All right, so all let's day. listen to it. This one goes out to all the families with uh, elderly maids. Here we go. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold like their mother, the youngest one in curls. Here's the story a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together, yet they were all alone. Till the one day when the lady met this fellow, and they knew that it was much more than a hunt. That this group must somehow form a family. That's the way we all became the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch. That's the way we became the 
Now that was funky. Yeah, that really, really that porn funky. section is wonderful. <laughs> that wild. is some white funk. Although <laughs> maybe you're not a huge fan of the show, the movies were incredible. I yeah, that's I mean that's a, a different story. The thing about story. yeah, that's a it whole still uses the theme song. That's a whole sure. different topic. But I will say about the movies is I when I first watched when did it come out? You must know. It was like oh, the mid nineties. I don't know the year. Yeah, I want to say right. ninety four, so ninety five. When I first saw the movie, I didn't get how it was supposed to be satirical. Me neither For at s- all. I was just like, oh, it's the the Brady Bunch movie. I watched right, it years kinda, later. And I was just like, oh, well, it's like taking place now, I guess. <laughs> right. I get it. But right. I didn't like, I don't know. There, obviously, it's a, it's a, the whole movie is basically a, a satire on 70s Speci- versus current yeah, cultures. Seriously, specifically the first one. The second one isn't as much. The second one is more so parodying, parodying like certain episodes of the show, which the first one did too. But the first one was like, isn't it wild that these 70s kids are interacting with 90s? Yeah, right. yeah it's, it's more so like, and it, you watch it now, it's such a good movie. I love that movie. It you watch good. it now and even that's a little dated because they're interacting with this like this 90s grunge alternative scene, you know? Right. <laughs> In turn, I think the sequel's better. Remember we watched the sequel recently? Oh, it was absolutely so good. hysterical. But yeah. But, so um, your number five is the Brady Bunch movies? Right. Like a, oh, <laughs> you fucking bastard. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, like I said, I, I wasn't a super fan of the show, but the, I'm a super fan of the theme song, so that's my uh, number five. You want to... super good. Go yeah. ahead, Brian. But this, I, is, this is your first number five. I know. I have a, and I have a physical list. I didn't oh, use the new fangle. It's on paper. And How I, cute. I ripped it. <laughs> I normally have mine on paper. I just moved into the new age Digital of... Digital age. Yeah. My right. sidekick. <laughs> yeah. My favorite, uh, the show is actually one of my all-time favorites. The theme song is, is great, but just not my absolute favorite. It is Boy Meets World. Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that. Yeah. I can't even remember the theme song in my head right now. Oh, See, it's it's I very know, Americana. Yeah. And listeners, uh, listeners may be asking yourselves, which theme song? Because there's four different ones. Oh, oh great. Uh, the show ran from 1993 to 2000. It was the best show. And uh, yeah, so the first season had, uh, well, uh, so my favorite specifically is the theme song from, it's the third one that they had. The first one was instrumental when Corey was super little and was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Let's, so I, I guess let's just listen to the one that I picked. That you picked, yeah. So this is what, the third? This is the third, it's the third and fourth season. The third and fourth season theme song to Boy Meets World. Here it is. Well, that was very newfound glory-ish. Yeah, <laughs> that's super, that's super pop punky. It's, right. So that that one's super. That's instrumental, and uh, it, it's just it's so nostalgic for me. When I used to hear that, I was really like, sure. Meets too, World it's just is like a on. N- nice little jingle. Yeah, and I think it initially was supposed to have lyrics because if you watch that intro, it's like when Corey runs down the stairs and then he jumps in the car and they drive away in a convertible, and it like shows clips from the show like in the sky and in like the rearview mirror. Oh shit! <laughs> At one point, it shows Topanga dancing to the song, and she mouths "Boy Meets World" along with the theme song. I think it was initially supposed to have lyrics. Really? Yeah. Who notices things like that? I'm insane. <laughs> I love. Does. I Brian love does. Boy Meets Well, World. what are your thoughts on the upcoming uh, "Girl Meets World"? I'm. I actually am. I'm into it. I. I think it's really cool. They have the same showrunner running it. They have, you know, Daniel Fishel in a in a Ben Savage. What, what do you think? In it, you think the theme song is going to be? Uh, up to par? Uh, definitely not. I think it'll be some stupid like dubstep thing. That's like oh, boy, it's It'll be something that the kids will like. I, I actually, I'm into it. I think that that would be really. Well, cool. I, I actually like that other, um, one of the other Boy Meets World theme songs. When this Boy Meets World. Yeah, that's so. It's so rock and. It's wicked. That one's good too. I just I 
that one. It makes sense that you like the. Yeah, it, it, it the the heyday for me was when it had that the um the instrumental one. The first season had an instrumental, um, theme song which was also really good, and that I I love that one too. But uh, that was before like before I was super into the show, mm. and they never used to play that one on TV. They used to cut it short. Oh, interesting. Yeah. My favorite Boy Meets World memory is when uh, Big Van Vader played uh, the bully's yep. dad. Oh, it's yep. so good. And he's and awesome. He, and yeah. he has to pull the, the Flintstones thing and be half at <laughs> Topanga's Sweet 16 and half at the, the WWF match. <laughs> That's uh, great. It's so good. And I love that Vader is on a couple episodes. He's a great actor. As, as Frankie's dad. <laughs> right. Now he's in the real estate. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he's like a real estate mogul. He has like a degree in whatever. Does he like threaten people if they don't buy the house? Yeah. <laughs> when when you see like his picture on the sign out front, it's his wrestling promo picture. <laughs> <laughs> on like the Century Twenty One side. There's like fire behind him. Right. <laughs> did did you guys did you guys think Topanga was like super hot when we were younger? Yeah, I still do. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't know. She uh I thought she she was super pretty like on the show, but then I feel like after she got a little weird. And then she hosted that show on E. Like it was like the soup, but on E. And I, she looked super weird. I don't know. Did she get plastic surgery? I don't know. No, I don't know. Did, her, did she fall into a vat she of acid? She fell into and now a she's vat like a of super acid. Villain. Are, her, a super are, her, villain. are her are her boobs and her butt still where they're supposed <laughs> to be? Know. I don't look at that stuff. All right. That's fine by me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number uh, four, Dooley. Cool. So I'll preface this. So this show is definitely kind of a culty show. Oh, here um, we freaking go. What? 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 Here we go. What? 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 <laughs> they show this at the independent theater? On uh, weekends. No. And honestly, if you don't like the show, then you're unfunny and uncool. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I hope I like it. <laughs> um, so this is the theme song for Strangers with Candy. Yay! Um, meh. Show, no, it is fantastic. No, I know it's a good show. I just never watched it. Then why meh? Because fuck you. That's why. Then why don't you just say, oh, I've never seen that show? Because I hate why you. Why is it like a mean thing? It's not mean. I stole the table. You're why mean. Is it, <laughs> why is it like, why do you have to hate it? Because it's from me? No, I just think that girl's really gross. <laughs> Okay, that is everybody's. That's like what thing on that so show. Funny. It's so funny. It is Everyone's funny. Like, I can't quote. <laughs> I've heard this quote. Quote. I can't get over how ugly she is. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so weird. Um, the reason why I love the theme song so much, probably this. I don't know if this is why you like the um, Brady Brunch theme song, but I think one of the things that makes a really good theme song is when the plot of the show is explained in the I theme like song. I like that too. I never thought of it that way, but you're you're totally correct. Yeah. yeah that's that's what makes, you know, Brady Bunch so great too. Um so yeah, if you want to want to listen to it, she explains the premise of the show in the theme song. All right, let's uh I'll learn a thing or two right now. Hello. I'm Jerry Blank. 32 years ago, I dropped out of high school and ran away from home. Oh, I made a lot of friends. Did a lot of time. I was a boozer, a user, and a loser. I stole the TV. Did some more time. But now I'm back in school. And though the faces may have changed, <laughs> the hassles are just the same. I love that. I stole the TV. <laughs> I stole the TV. That is my favorite part. It's so funny. So she was like, she got herself out of jail and immediately stole the TV. <laughs> Like that's 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 a strong enough point to like. She's like, oh yeah. So generally, I was a bad person. I did drugs. Yeah, I got yeah. arrested. But then but I like, that's stole so specific. The, that's the so TV. specific. Who is TV? <laughs> I stole the TV. I think that is uh that show. Like 
basically it got me interested in absurdist comedy yeah for the first time that was the first time i was like i don't know what's going on in the show it's so funny it um it used to play right after south park like when south park first came on Mm -hmm. it would be that and upright citizens brigade oh no that's Um, a show both awesome shows (laughs) both great and um I used to watch it with I used to watch it with my mom and she oh, really? like, loved it. That's awesome. That was so funny, especially in the first season. I think when they have the dad. If the listeners, if you've never seen the show, please watch the show. Mm. Um, her dad in the first season is this old guy who is in one unmoving position, and then the camera will go away from him and like show someone else, and then it'll show the dad again, and he's in a totally different position, <laughs> but he's not moving. And huh. they, they also act like he is responding to what they're doing. He's clearly <laughs> not. He was actually, he, he, they, he spilled into the second season too, but uh, spoiler alert for Strangers with Candy, he uh, dies halfway through the second season. <laughs> he gets hit yeah. by a bus, right? <laughs> no, he uh, almost gets hit by a bus, and then out of the bus comes rabid dogs, and they <laughs> eat him. <laughs> um, but it's where like Stephen Colbert got his star, mm-hmm. and some of the writers from that show wound up writing for the Colbert Report. Yeah, so. it's really great. And the, the main character on that show is this this lady, Amy Sedaris. She's uh, David Sedaris' sister. David Sedaris, the author, the very wildly popular author. Mm-hmm. But uh, she is insanely funny. She's one of the most charismatic people I've ever watched. Uh, in, get, she gets interviewed on like Letterman all the time, and she is hysterical. She's so freaking funny. Yeah, so you really should watch it, Matt. Maybe I will. I uh, I have I would love to watch that with you. Oh, now I'm Please. gonna have to watch it because Brian <laughs> wants me to watch it. No, no, no. You know how I like. I'm I know what a cho- what a chore for you. You what have to watch chore. a really funny show. There's three seasons, ten episodes each. Oh, That's okay. Nothing. Well, as soon as I'm caught up with Breaking Bad, I will. Uh, I'll I'll take on that monster. As soon as you're done listening to Breaking Benjamin, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, which you, you do for two hours a day every day. <laughs> It's uh, not even funny. <laughs> I, I guarantee. Like, Unamused. Since you like absurdist comedy so much, like I do. you love Wet Hot, you love yeah, Upright Citizen. Uh, it's, it's that kind of humor. Like, All right. The episodes vary so much. Sometimes she's super popular for some reason, and then sometimes she's <laughs> like everybody hates her. <laughs> it, yeah, there's no continuity really. All right. Um. So my number four. Um. So uh, I love this song. I love it so much. I love the show. It is uh, the Adams Family. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I didn't wow. even think of that. Great. That's great. really great. Um, same thing. Same thing with like those old time, yeah, shows. They, they describe what's going to happen in the show. They really do. Stuff. Hold or on. What the plot is. Oh, I'm trying to think of it. Let's listen to it to All refresh right. my memory. Yeah, let's listen to it and we'll get a, a refresher. So here it is, the Adams family. Yeah, Adam's family <laughs> song. You're, you're Petite. So, you're so morbid. <laughs> I'm such a dark soul. I know. We snapped along through the whole thing. Right. If you way. didn't, <laughs> if you didn't snap, if you're listening to this in your car and you didn't let go of the wheel to snap your fingers, <laughs> you are not a fan. You're also alive. Right. Well, 
Well, if you maybe if you were dead, you could be on the Adams Family. <laughs> so it's been a really long time since I've seen the Adams Family. What the bit of the show? What is the bit of the show? It's really? just that they're they're just weird. Yeah, they're just a weird family, and like they're morbid, and everything have to do is with death and the occult and things like that. You saw the movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's still like they're, it's not like supernatural or anything. They're just weird no. people. They're yeah, like, no, no, sometimes like, I mean, well, they got thing, the hand that roams around oh, on its right. own. Oh, right. Yeah, true. You yeah. got Cousin It and the whole, the whole family. They're just like a family of like ghouls and ghosts and I like thought, monsters. Is, is Cousin It just a, a guy with long hair covering him? He's just a, or is he's he, a creature is that's just covered in hair, hair, head to toe. That's but so um, <laughs> one thing I will mention about the Addams Family um, is actually two things. Uh, the movies were great. You guys saw the movies? Oh, yeah. So Angelica good. Houston. I so love, I, mm. I would, if I resembled Raul Julia at all, <laughs> I would have, I would just dress like, uh, <laughs> Gomez Adams every day <laughs> of my old. life. I love the way he looks. I love, I just like that type of stuff. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast, you know I'm into Tim Burton-esque, uh, darky, yeah. gothic-y kind of stuff, except I don't wear it. I don't like wear fishnets or anything like he that. He does wear black, I'm surprised black If you looked like though. Raul Julia, you wouldn't dress like the dude from Street Fighter. I know. <laughs> Who, M. Bison? That was his last movie. Yeah, and then he died. Yeah. He di- oh, I didn't even know he died. Yeah, oh, that was years ago. ago. Yeah, he croaked. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> oh, and the other thing is. Yeah, he ate it. A, a quick short story. Um, me and Dooley used to work at an answering service together, <laughs> and we used to have. So what we did is we answered phones for multiple businesses, and we answered them for a bunch of funeral homes. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I forgot you, about this. So one time, so one of the funeral homes was like whatever funeral home, and like it was late, and we were just bored and tired. So like, I decided to answer the <laughs> phone in like a lurch impression. So I pick up the. <laughs> so you you would pick up the phone and say. The name of the business, so I so somebody's calling, and I Smith pick up the funeral phone. Home yeah, I'd be like, "Smith Funeral Home," <laughs> oh and you're like, "Ah, uh, hello, my this, <laughs> <laughs> this is Lurch. This is Oh, but um, <laughs> the song the song is great. Everyone knows. Everyone snaps their fingers. You could put that song on a jukebox in a bar, and I guarantee it's like the YMCA. Where everyone will start snapping <laughs> their is, fingers. It is really really good. Any uh, yeah. like th- uh, any Halloween uh, party like play? I, I make Halloween party playlists sometimes, but. Uh, I would always put that on. Right. It's a good it's a good one to play. I I love that. I I love the Adams family. Yeah. How did you what about the Munsters? That's did they come out around the same time those shows? So, yeah, similar yeah. same time. That's weird that that happened. Like yeah, that. I like the Munsters theme too, but um I, I like love it. the Munsters theme song. It's so surfy. Yeah. It <laughs> is very yeah, surfy. Um but that that was more of a play on classic uh, movie characters. Yeah. Hate, the I, Adams family, I've watched recently the, the Munsters and the Adams family. Adams family in my opinion is, is a lot funnier. Okay. The yeah. Munsters like that's the gimmick is that they're monsters. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh, the look Adams at family, this they... Frankenstein try to drive a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I really? I've seen the Adams family, but as a kid I was definitely I watch I remember watching the Munsters. Yeah, I, I think as a kid the Munsters is a lot more um appealing. easy to follow yeah, and appealing versus the Adams family, right. which is a little more uh, adult and yeah. uh, mature in its yeah. comedy. Uh, this is deterring a little bit, but uh, I remember on Nick and Night they used to have uh, classic TV rewinds, and they used to show a clip and then rewind it and show you something weird about it. I remember they showed. A I remember clip that from the Munsters. I know exactly what you're gonna uh, say. Okay, the stairs, like they yep. had a dragon under the stairs, and like the stairs would open up and you'd, the dragon would like come out or whatever. Do you know they the would, dragon's name? I don't. Spot. Uh, that's that's yeah. cute. I love that. <laughs> that was on the uh, monsters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and so the rewind was that the stairs opened and then they closed and they're like, did you notice anything weird? And then you can wa- you can see like a stagehand walking on the set like under the stairs. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> really? I was a ghost. I always used to watch Nick and I like super late at night, and yeah, then that yeah, would happen. Yeah. And just like the thought of like something being different about this clip from a show, and it, I don't know. I, for some reason, like, I was like, oh, that really 
didn't sit well with me. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what it was. That's so funny. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, my number uh, four, Adam's family, Brian. Oh, yeah. What's okay. your number four? My number four is... Uh, uh, wait is for him to unfold his list. Shut up. I, I, nobody puts pen to paper anymore. <laughs> <laughs> number four is uh, a show that I did not love as a child. It's a good show, mm-hmm. but uh, it's Punky Brewster. I Ooh, don't I, remember the theme. Yeah, me neither. Well, we will listen. It's very good. What uh, it's, I do called, re- it's called Every Time I Turn Around by an artist named Gary Portroy. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's it's really good. It only ran for two seasons, and it was on NBC, which I, I found in my weird. research. I thought it was Punky super Brewster weird. was only on for two seasons? Two seasons. No. I swear to God. Oh, wait. 80, 84 to 86. I think it was three seasons. Two to I remember three. there's episodes with her as a kid, and there's episodes with her a lot older. It, it, was, de- it was three seasons. Sorry. I, I, she had a lot of growing up in three years. I know. And so for anyone yeah. who has... Has not watched the show. It's about a an orphan who is put into foster care uh, with this guy Henry, and, and she has tragic fashion sense. <laughs> it's not, it was, it, that was an inspiration of children everywhere. <laughs> but uh, listen to the theme song. It's it's super good. All right, here it is. Maybe the world is blind, or just a little. You can't be sure of anything anymore, although you may be lonely and then one day you're smiling again. Every time I turn around, I see the girl who turns my world around. I don't remember that song at all. Oh my god, it's so good! And uh, that that was the, so. I definitely liked the show. I watched it as a kid. It was yeah, me it too. Was good, and I was pretty inspired by her. I don't know she, I you know what's funny? I used to watch that show it. so much as a kid, and I don't remember that. That Seriously? song didn't even ring any bells. Oh my god, that that's the only thing that I really remember about the show. And also, the thing that everyone remembers about that show is Cherry getting locked in the refrigerator. Oh ah, yeah, that's the <laughs> one I remember. I remember. Well, I Everybody. remember three episodes, and I remember one more. Uh, you name it, I'll tell you if it's one of them. Um, the one. What was her? Adopted dad's name, Gordon. Henry. 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 Henry got addicted to sleeping pills. No. What? Yeah. That's edgy. And there was another one where she was offered drugs by uh, like a friend, like was trying to get her to do drugs, trying to get her to do cocaine. Didn't she? <laughs> Shut the cocaine? fuck up. I swear to God. No, you I swear are to God. cocaine. You're lying. Yeah. She was like, I got some nose candy for you. <laughs> what? I, no, Brian, so her friend I, did? I swear to God. God. Oh, okay. Was it like so, another <laughs> child on the schoolyard with like a gross coke nail being like, <laughs> "There is, you want to do a little no, Miley?" She was, she was in like a treehouse, and they were trying to get her to do drugs. I, I, I believe it was like an I after believe, school show. I believe drugs. I do not believe that that drug was cocaine. <laughs> I don't know how I can prove it. Tech, prove yourself, did, did, did they have uh Did they have like a, a thing after the episode being like, "If you know someone who's doing cocaine." Call this number, especially if they're a young child. It was the mid '80s. It was huge. Coke was huge. Yeah, I guess. I guess that is true. The one that I remember that I don't remember many details, but they had to. There was like a restaurant, 
and the owner was unable to run the restaurant, so her and Cherry had to run the restaurant. These were like wicked young girls. Who the hell would do that? <laughs> I don't know. That, I, I don't. I don't really remember like that, that theme show. song oh at all. But you like it. What a, yeah. What, so a, yeah, it was, what it was, a wonderful song. It was a good TV theme song. Yeah. That it de- that resonated with me way more than the show did. Don't get me wrong. I loved the show. Was but it? It would not rank amongst my favorite shows, but that is definitely was one it. Of my um, theme song. Was it her or was it Winnie Cooper that got the breath reduction? <laughs> oh, in real life? I wanna yeah. s- no, I wanna, in, the, in the episode. I, I want to say Punky so, Brewster. I think it was Sole Moon Fry. That is a <laughs> That's her name? Crazy name. That's her real name. Yeah. Who, That's Punky a, Brewster's real name? Sole Moon Fry. That's oh, her real name. Oh, what a hippie. It's not her fault. It's her parents. Name. She uh, went on to be on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which I also loved as, as a kid. But I, I actually stopped watching it by the time she was on there. Weird. But um, she, she's a pretty good actress. Oh, oh, actually, I meant to say that. I, I watched that show as an adult. Um, she, Sully Moonfry, as a kid, is absolutely adorable and she's a she's a holds herself as an actress go back and watch at least an episode she's wicked good i'll, I'll just take your word for it it's the same <laughs> same way i feel about just, come on yeah, watch <laughs> the, you have to watch it with me watch the All drug right. episode it's uh it, where it's she does sa- heroin come on <laughs> it's the same way i feel about um like i loved home alone as a kid but going back as an adult and watching um fucking home alone home alone right. <laughs> uh Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> right. uh, he's an incredible actor as a kid. Seriously. Yeah. All right. It's I the same way. The old cocaine like episode. I was immediately followed by the uh, tampon soaked in vodka t- episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? You didn't hear about that? That's kind of a new thing kids are doing. Right? Engineer's nodding. She stop, knows. Stop pushing drugs. What is happening? Kids okay. are soaking tampons and <laughs> alcohol and sticking them in their butt. <laughs> On what planet? I swear to God, Google it. <laughs> You're such a freak. Right. I don't know what my results will be if I Google Listen. vagina tampon vodka <laughs> soaked tampon. No, no more no. of this. No, you put it in no your butt. No more of this. <laughs> it absorbs. That's what kids are doing. Hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm doing anyway. So my yeah, number yeah. three is the South Park theme song. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Which one? There's only one. Well, well there's different the original, versions. The original the Primus performed. I love Primus. Yeah. Song. <laughs> I'll back that. Wait, Primus? Yeah. Oh, Pr- Primus did the theme song. Yeah. Oh, I thought... Okay, I thought that was a plan words, but no, I love that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Awesome theme song. Let's listen to Should it. Should we listen to it? Yes, please. All right, so the first one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going down south. I'm going to have myself a time. Friendly faces everywhere. Humble folks without temptation. Going down south. I'm going to leave my woes behind. If a parking day or night, people starting party never. And on up south, I'm going to see if I can't unwind. I will support any song that ends with a fart. That that guitar <laughs> is insane. Honestly, yeah. that is a that's a catchy theme song. Yeah, it is. And I remember somebody came into school and told everybody what Kenny says during that. Yeah, and it was like revolutionary. Like people were like, "Oh my god, they stuck that on television." And what is it? What does what, he what say? Is it, I believe it's I like girls with big fat titties. I like girls with big vaginas. <laughs> oh, I uh, I always thought it was I like girls with real big titties. Just oh, it, repeated. It, uh, I th- uh, well, no, the second one is definitely different. Oh, is it? But I, I think you're you're right about the phrasing of the first part. But uh, I was like, oh my god, they got that on television. I love it. Insane. That's hmm. so good. That that theme song is great. It really is, and it it sets the the tone of the show perfectly. Mm, mm. I remember when South Park was new and and I wasn't really allowed to watch it. Yeah. Like I'd have to sneak it and I'd hear that theme song. It was like, oh, yeah, it was a big deal. I'm doing oh. something wrong. Right it was now. a big Naughty. deal. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I really, I really like that show. I think it it came such a long way. When it started out, it was purely just supposed to be shocking, like cartoons, like puking and being kind of filthy. But and... it's still so fun. If you watch 
the first seasons are still amazing. You th- I feel like I, I watched an earlier episode recently, and I was like, it's funny, but it's nowhere near where it is now. Now it's like, bas- no, it's like a political platform. Like it's right. really, really and smartly if, done. If you listen to an earlier episode of this show, I <laughs> tell a story about how I had to rush home from. Uh, School shopping at Bradley's to yep. catch the so, first episode. Because your mom would take you <laughs> school shopping right. at like nine thirty p.m. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and Primus rules, obviously. Oh, Primus. Yeah, I never knew that. That's that's a cool little fact. Yeah. Really? You can, yeah, oh, I never knew that. You, you must not be a, a big Primus fan, oh, otherwise. Yeah, like, I, I'm not because that's a they have that's a very nice. distinct sound to them, and anyone who listens to Primus would be able to tell that was them. See, like I know, I know Primus, and I know I've heard. Is it just one guy, Primus? One? No, it's three. Oh, it's, oh, it's yeah. a full band. The trio. I, I don't know why I'm picturing one person, but I like I know of them and I've heard them, but I, I'm definitely nowhere near able to pick them out of a South Park theme song. <laughs> um, should I go? Yeah. Yes, please. All right. So my number three um, is another. Old, a lot of I just realized mine are a lot of old <laughs> TV shows, but you know what? They don't make themes like they used to. I'd say so. Um, so my number three is All in the Family. Hell oh, yeah! I was Wicked gonna pick it. I was gonna pick it. I'm that, so glad that was you on, did. That was on my general list. Too. Oh, it, that is such a a good like. Uh, obviously, none of us were around when that show was on. Um, no, but the theme song is so good. Yeah. I, Nick at Night is would, right. That's where yeah, I watch most it. of it. But like that song really like encaps encapsulates uh, encapsulates the uh, the time period for which the show was on. For sure. Just the way it sounds, uh, the way it comes across as a theme song. Just and how even, they all even work. them as as characters, they're singing the songs. Right. And you kind of get to know them as characters a little bit. Definitely. Throughout the song, let's listen to it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Boy, the way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And we do when you were there. Dance for girls and men, woman. Mr. We could use a man like Herbert Hoover again. Archie Bunker says it best. There's no need for a welfare state. Everybody (laughs) pulled their weight. Let that be a lesson to you, America. (laughs) Stop. Oh, Oh my God. What podcast is this turning into? So political. I think the most charming thing about that theme song is that after Edith hits that high note, like, first of all, her voice is so crazy and cute, and I love it. But the the crowd, like, never, like, theme songs are usually separate from the show. But after that happens, you hear the crowd laugh. I think that's awesome. Like, (laughs) clearly they did that, like, on the set. Um, Actually, this is probably the only... uh, one of the only things I picked that I had any type of factoid on. Um, so the reason why they they did the song was just strictly to save on cost of the show. No way. That's the only reason those two sang the song as characters. Uh, it was just uh, a money-saving technique. They didn't have to pay anyone extra to do it, and it was just a big hit. And wow. I guess that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah I guess cool. it, there's two versions of it. Um, they did it twice, and like it re- repeated from time to time, but there's two versions of it. Um, the only difference is the ending. There's a w- there's one ending where Archie hugs Edith at the end, and then Aww. there's another one where they just smile at each other. Um, but that's as far as my knowledge of the song goes. That's so oh my, that's so cute. I love like that they didn't initially intend on doing that, but then once once they did, it became that is an iconic. Oh yeah, theme right. song. Yeah, and I think that's so cool that they didn't initially set out to do that, but it became something really really cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 
actually have a, a quick story. A buddy of mine that I work with, um, he would sing that song, I guess, all the time at work. And uh, this uh, girl that I work with, like, would always miss it. <laughs> Anytime he <laughs> sang it, she would, like, j- walk in the room and be like, oh, yeah, you missed it. And uh, she never heard him sing it. And then he wound up, like, singing it at her wedding. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God, that's awesome. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I love does he that. does he do both parts? Oh uh, no, he did it with like a buddy of his. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I know he listens to this podcast, oh, so if, I'm sure I'll hear it if I got that story wrong in any way. I have a I have a story about that connected to that show too. As a very young kid, I think it was before I went to school because I used to watch daytime TV and like that would play a lot like during the day. And I remember as a kid, while that was playing, I was cl- for some reason I was like cleaning behind my TV. I was like decided to clean my TV and like the table behind it. As I was cleaning it, I was like cleaning the back of it and the whole TV fell over and broke. <laughs> and I remember that it was during that theme song. So it like, I had like such a bad taste in my mouth when I, whenever <laughs> when I, heard, I was like, TV's falling. Every time I would hear that. <laughs> no. It I felt so bad. I was like crying. Do you like hysterical. that show, Matt? I love that show. It's a great show. That is a, a fantastic show. I guess uh, uh, Archie Bunker's, uh, his recliner is at the Smithsonian. Smithsonian, yeah. Wow. That yeah. rules. That's super, super awesome. That show, you want to talk about a show that like was, you know, a political platform. Definitely. Yeah. Right there. Mm. And it was just like, ah, it was so on key for it was essentially it was like uh, progressive versus conservative as yeah. far as like uh, uh, Rob, Rob Reiner's, Reiner's character uh, Meathead and, and Archie always going at it, him always wanting to you know side with you know equality and this and that and Archie Bunker and Archie yeah. Bunker you know always you know was hesitant but you know he you know heart of gold type of guy yeah that's what I was gonna ask like I know he was like a notorious racist on that show right did it, I I didn't I didn't necessarily see like you but know, he's not the spirit he, he's yeah not, you know he's not like you look at him and you're like oh what a racist yeah he it, was, absolutely he but was he would, like the you know. he was like a product of his of his upbringing Generation, of his definitely. time period and it was like him kind of like coming to terms and it really like it kind of like I mean, if you look at it now, it's almost like um, it's a good way to like look at it as far as even nowadays with the way things are moving ahead so mm-hmm. much more. And like, it's just you know, some people didn't grow up like that. Yeah. They don't grow up. They didn't grow up in our generation, and they have these stigmas attached to them because that's just the time period they were raised yeah, in. They don't. Sure. They're, they're not necessarily to be mean, but they just don't understand it. And you know, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. just wait for him to die off, and we'll be all fine. <laughs> Does he ever like come That's around the on the story. show? Like, is uh, he like a- almost every episode. Okay. Like the whole episode usually ends with him like uh, coming to terms, or, or at least making an effort to, yeah. or something like that. Um, That's good. It's really good. I always like, but like as far as his racism goes, he's always like. Man, they like they drop some like racial slurs. <laughs> yeah. On yeah, yeah, they got away with a lot. Yeah. Same with uh, the spinoff of that show, The Jeffersons, is a spinoff of that right, show. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. Like, except it's basically like from the other right point of view. Yeah, and they, I remember them getting away with a lot. What show was that? The Jeffersons. The Jeffersons? Oh, the Jefferson's spinoff of On the Family. Oh, On the Family. Yeah. Oh, that's Miss, right. That's uh, right. Um, I think uh, they were neighbors. Were they? Na- yeah, I think that I think that was it. Yeah, because something about the maid. The maid was a, f- a factor in there too. I think I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know, but it was a great show. Yeah. Theme song is. Wicked good. Oh, Super I, awesome. It kind of gives me chills. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brian, your number three? My number three Unfold is, the list. Unfold the list is a crowd favorite amongst my age group. It's uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete. Oh, Ooh, great. On Nickelodeon. Yeah. That is a good one. I don't remember the theme song, but as soon as I hear it, I'm gonna. it's all going to come Honestly, rushing back I, to me. It's by so Polaris. Good. Polaris, yeah. I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll give the facts after we'll listen to it. First. All right. So here's uh, the theme song to Pete and Pete. Sandler Shimbin, 
that was Hey Sandy by Polaris. Uh, awesome song. Jeez, so, I just got a, like a wash over me of just complete like feeling like a child seriously. and just being like excited. <laughs> There's so much nostalgia attached to that song. I think it's so legitimately good as a song. I really love is. that guitar. In Have it you too. heard any, anything else by that band? Here's a here's a few things about that band. So, um, it's this band Polaris. So they. Uh, or originally this band called Miracle Legion, but they form they basically formed an alter ego band because they couldn't get all the members to do the music for for Pete and Pete. Yeah, so they, they were a Pete and Pete band. Yeah, basically. they they did the theme song and then they did a ton of the score. Yeah. in a in a bunch of you know, a and, bunch and of the songs all of the music in that show is incredible. Yeah, it really is, and they uh, they actually appeared on one of the episodes as like a garage band. Not I don't I remember think they that played themselves. Yeah, but uh, it's really cool. That show went on for three seasons, ninety three to ninety six, and it's still. It more than holds up. Absolutely, yeah. oh my god, it's so good. Um, it, it here's something I, I found while I was uh, you know, searching the the information superhighway or whatever, whatever you call it. <laughs> um, it's uh, as he reads fr- from his paper. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So uh, that's what somebody <laughs> told me in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever, whatever computers are used for, this is where I found it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Frosted <laughs> Mini Wheats had a uh, had this deal or whatever. You used to like send in the box tops or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still uh, do. If you <laughs> if you send enough box tops to Frosted Mini Wheats, you could you would get a cassette, a Polaris cassette. Oh, cool. Ca- called Happily Deranged. That was like the title of it, which is, I think is awesome. Yeah. And uh, it had that. Did that you have theme it? Theme song. No, I never got it. But you uh, never had. I, I remember. <laughs> I never, she didn't get me out of box tops. <laughs> but uh, it was really cool. And it had the theme song and then two other so- songs, which I have all of them on my iPod because they're great. Um, and it had Big Pete do an intro and an outro track. On oh, it. Like, wow. He, like, introduced I'd love to get my hands on that. I I, honestly, I, I bet you could find it. I, I didn't actually look to see if you could yeah. find it on like, or, if, or whatever. Or uh, if any of our listeners have it and want to just send it to us, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, free, cool. free of cost, of course. That's right. We will say your name. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds and great. What for them. better reward is there? I love right. that. I love that um, guitar. That the guitar solo with a little me. bit of delay on it and kills me. Oh, it's so good. It's uh, it, it's it. It gives me it, just and listening to it now. I got chills. There's that episode where little Pete, um, goes to find a uh, like he he never had a favorite song and then finally hears it one day mm-hmm. and it's that band like rehearsing in their garage and yeah. they're playing the song and th- that song's awesome. Yeah. And the whole th- thing is like his quest to make a band so he can like hear the song. Yeah. Again, so he can play the song. There's a there was an in show band called the Blowholes. Yeah, I'm, I remember that. I'm pretty sure it was Polaris that that portrayed the Blowholes. That's so good. <laughs> that vibe of that show is so, it's such a it's, '90s alternative. Absolutely. That's another vibe. like that's like pre-absurdist comedy. I remember. It's so um, weird. Uh, I was actually listening to a, another podcast, um, and they had um, they had one of the creators of the show Pete and Pete on it. And they were talking about whatever, and they asked him if he, if he kept in touch with any of the uh, people from the show. And he, he said he does. He said he meets up with. Uh, Which one are you talking about? Well, one of the, I don't know his name. He was just one of the co-creators of the show. Oh, okay. Um, and he, I guess he meets up with. Uh, he meets up with all of them. He stays in touch with all of them mostly. And he, he was saying how Little Pete. Um, he was telling a story about how him and Little Pete were at a bar, and uh, this you know somebody recognized him and came up to him. And like asked for a picture, and he was like, "Oh yeah, you know, no problem." And, like he takes a picture with him, and I guess the guy walks away, and little Pete like turns around back to the bar, and he's just like, "Once a fucking day." <laughs> oh my god, really? Once a fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was really That's funny. so funny because you're not big enough where you have to like ward him off at, like every, yeah, exactly. every place you go. Just but... once a day. That must suck. <laughs> would you rather be totally mobbed, or would you rather just have one person take a picture? I'd probably you? rather nothing. I'd rather just not fade me. away life, at this yeah. point. Yeah. I'm so, a ham. I'll take a mob at every corner. <laughs> <laughs> his name's Danny Tamborelli. He uh, went on to be on All That Later. Right. Uh, he, I guess he went to school around here, or he lives around here. Yeah, he went to school in, I think, somewhere in Western Mass. 
He's also in like a new metal band. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, too cool. bad. <laughs> I I, I'm sure cool. it's, I, no, that's a good thing. So you're saying he had better taste as his like little kid character Absolutely. on Pete and Pete? Absolutely. <laughs> I always resented him though because when he got on all that, he took uh, Laurie Beth Denberg's spot yep. on uh, on uh, Vital Information, which was my favorite segment because it was like utter randomness, and I was like, I love it. <laughs> but uh, when Danny Tamborelli, <laughs> when Danny Tamborelli uh, took it, uh, took the spot, it was like so much less funny. Honestly, as an adult, it probably was never funny. But oh no, <laughs> no, and that's nope. BWK actually one of his favorite shows of all time. When we did that episode, was all, that, was all yeah. that, and I remember inside just thinking like. No. Hold on, but uh, some of the sketches remain funny. I I rewatched as they an adult. I, I rewatched the first season. Does not hold up whatsoever. But some of the sketches. What's going on? What the hell? <laughs> Who? So all in the family's making a a a, a comeback. <laughs> it's <laughs> something's happening. Something's happening. Where's that coming from? <laughs> all right, we're being haunted right now while we're recording. The All in the Family theme is playing, and we can't figure out where it's coming from. Hold on, let's let's. Pause. It's my phone in my hand. Oh my god, you <laughs> asshole! I was just <laughs> terrified. I, I hope no you can idea. hear that. There's, I mean, there's so many devices in this room. We just checked every Everything? single one of them. <laughs> I forgot I pulled it up. It was just my phone had such bad service. It took that long to load. <laughs> That's how long suck. it took. You scared the shit out of me. Christ. We all got scared. But anyway, what show were we talking about? Not all that, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were talking about all that. Oh, well, Pete and Pete. It, it, it didn't have really, but, all right. Um, yeah, Pete and Pete, though. Back to Pete and Pete is uh, is a really good show. It, I remember uh, Iggy Pop played uh, Nona F. Mecklenburg's father, who was played by Michelle, Michelle Trachtenberg. Who, uh, Iggy Pop is obviously relevant in the world. So, yeah. And, uh, and Michelle Trachtenberg is still acting. She was in, like, Eurotrip, and then she was in that movie 17 again. Oh, that uh, little redheaded girl? Yeah, yeah. She's pretty. She's pretty. pretty yeah, she got, she got hot. She was in something else recently <laughs> I don't think I'd ever seen, but I guess it was really funny. You know who else is hot? That's Petunia. so vague. Oof. Petunia. <laughs> that tattoo is sexy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dooley, number two. Cool. Um, So I had to choose the theme song from Ren Stimpy Hell as yeah. my number two. You, you freaking loser. <laughs> Why? No, it's good. Why? I don't it's know. Because I, whenever I make my list, I try to incorporate new things. I don't know I'm why. It's just my own personal vice, I guess. Oh, I just, I mean, I want to pick what's true to me. Sounds so. like a, that sounds like a recipe for an inaccurate list. <laughs> yep, yep. No, you my bastard. list is accurate. Um, here's the thing about this theme song before we listen to it. It's called Dog Pound Hop, and it was recorded and written by the some of the animation staff at that show. Wow. And they did some of this. Most of the score was like pre-written. The name of the band that they like called themselves for that theme song <laughs> was Die Screaming Lederhosen's. <laughs> Weird. Like die like German the. <laughs> yeah. Die Screaming Lederhosen's. Oh. The Screaming Lederhosen. <laughs> right. That's funny. Uh, here that it is. is. Hilarious. So this is a uh, this is a short one. I know that. So uh, here we go.
for a song, I like that a lot. for a song performed by the animators, that song's pretty Seriously. technical, oh, technically savvy. Really it's legitimate. Incredible. It really is. <laughs> right. I mean, that's that's just the type of people you're dealing with when well, it comes to the Ren and Stimpy staff. So wait a second. Are you saying you like Ren and Stimpy? I might. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard you say that. Before. I know. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. A theme song I will mention that's from. The Ren and Stimpy show that I always liked was the uh, theme to the Muddy Mud Skipper. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I also like <laughs> Muddy. I like don't uh, don't whiz on the electric fence. So I'm like they, fan. I guess they would do that kind of music for the show, like all Did the original music. But a lot of the score, like in the background, was like stuff you'd hear in like Golden Age era Looney Tunes kind of stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Did the Animation staff have anything to do with the the score music, or did they just do that because they needed it and that was it? Yeah, they like needed to make a theme song. That's so cool. I love when people step up and they're out of yeah, isn't that cool? That it's really cool. neat. I I obviously never yeah, that guitar never is just mm. uh, it is mint. <laughs> <laughs> that guitar is mint. It's a good guitar sound, man. <laughs> I guess I'm it not really gonna waste good. time talking about Ren and Stimpy. So yeah, we've had enough. <laughs> I like Ren. <laughs> I, I like hell. I like Stimpy too. Hey, there oh, you go. You. Um, so should I go? Yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, my number two, uh, also in the vein um, of Brian's last pick, uh, but mine is "Salute Your Shorts." Oh, badass! That made my list for is sure. Is that my theme song preliminary good? List. I forget oh, how it goes. Nice. I don't remember. All right, let's listen to it instead of me singing it. Yeah, because we could easily just sing it, <laughs> but uh, apparently really Dooley can't. So uh, here it is, the theme song to "Salute Your Shorts." About you, it makes me wanna part. <laughs> it's I hope we never part. Now get it right or pay the price. Now we will share a lifetime of the fondest memories. By the lake of Anawana, sat in the old pine trees. Camp on, we hold you in our hearts. But when we think, the thing came apart. I said it once and I'll say it again. I will support any song with a fart in it or a reference <laughs> or to a fart. fart. Have you said that before? I said, it, said it earlier, earlier today. today. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really great theme song. The, sh- the show is awesome. I love I, that. That show. is such a. I, I love Salute Your Shorts. Once again, we, we brought this up before on our uh, show's episode. What the hell is Nickelodeon doing not putting out their friggin' uh, the shows from this era on DVD? I don't know. I think, really I think that would be super relevant to like kids our age. It, like I think it's. Relatively a niche Wait, market, though. I don't know. No, who, we, look at us. We're all between twenty-five and thirty. We're, we're, we're the freaking we're the target con- market. We're the consumer yeah. age. But I'm a little ignorant to like how much that would cost a company to make. It might pennies. It, uh, yeah, pennies. seriously. Yeah, to pr- mass produce DVDs, box sets like that. It's fr- it's nothing. It's freaking nothing. Either way, I'm gonna give them a call. Too. I have a bunch of the episodes on my uh, on my drive that i watched oh. it's it's really it's clever it's that wicked funny instead of it just being like a like a rocking theme song for salute your shorts it's funny that that's like a camp camp song like yeah. that's the camp it's so song clever. Like it that was, is very clever it was very clever um and like i just remember every time i heard that song and i watched that show i was always like 
Man, I wish I went to camp. <laughs> I never went to any freaking camp. And who the hell is going to let somebody call them donkey lips? That is so fucking oh, mean. I know. And he was cool with that nickname? <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's my, that's my name. <laughs> no, have some self-respect, man. Oh, also, I think that it was really funny. Uh, there was two versions of that theme song. Like one, one with uh, when, uh, I forget his name. Which one? Not Pinsky, the kid who... Pinsky took his place. The, the later seasons had a kid named Pinsky who went on to be on Riley Boy Meets Kiley. World and, and, and Riley Kiley. That kid's funny. But there was a kid before him. I think his name was like, fuck, I forget. I should look this up. But anyway, uh, the earlier seasons when she says, sit in the old pine trees, she's next to an actual pine tree. But then the later seasons, it's like a burnt, like decrepit tree. <laughs> <laughs> and as a kid, I thought that was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. Um, even thinking about it now, I still want to go to camp and I just, maybe I'll. Maybe I'll just why pay do you for myself to go to camp. Why do you think <laughs> your mom never sent you to camp? Why? Yeah. Oh, I could tell you why. Because I was too afraid to sleep outside of the house. <laughs> I, I had really? real bit. Yeah, I would not. I wouldn't even stay over like a friend's house. I was like super homesick all the oh, time. Oh, really? I yeah, I was that, one of those people. You would That's make the so parents cute. drive you home at like twelve thirty. Yep, that was me to a T. Oh really? I would never expect that. Me, yeah, yeah, me neither. Not now, but um, back then I was like, nope, no, thank well, you. I'm really? Not now? <laughs> <laughs> nope, not now. I mean, I live on my own. I still go. My mom picks me up every, every night. Every day. And me home. You do talk to your mom every day on the phone after work. Uh, well, I have cute. to. Cute. So um, two oh, nice two jokes about that show that I didn't get as a kid and, and and I like it now. Well, I guess like later on I eventually got them. But uh, Ugg, his name is Counselor Lee, Counselor Lee, right? And they call him Ugg because it's Ugly. That's really funny. I, I don't think I got that until like later on. And then there was one where they're all dr- uh, driving in a van and uh, everything's going wrong. And then uh. Uh, I think I think Sponge is like, hey, Donkey Lips just gave half a peace sign to that guy on the motorcycle, back there. <laughs> and oh, I was wow, like, what so the funny. hell does that mean? <laughs> and then like, in like later when I got older, I was like, oh, the middle finger. Dog. That is so funny. Is that, that is really, really funny? funny. That, yeah. I think, right. I've never heard that expression before. I think that's such a funny way to put that. And what I lo- <laughs> know what I love too was um, I loved how uh, uh, Spudnik. Who was like the bad boy? Budnick. Budnick. Oh, Budnick. <laughs> yeah. Spudnik. Not, not the uh, spacecraft. Yeah. Right. Uh, Spud. I like how Spudnik was Das Kaputz in uh, space. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was a uh, a Russian joke. I wasn't, I wasn't with you for a second, and I was like, right, I'm there. Oh, uh, but anyway, yeah, Budnick. I liked uh, my favorite thing growing up. I can appreciate it was how much into like real metal bands he yeah. was into. Like he had like Megadeth posters yeah. on the show and stuff nice. like there that. Were, there was one episode where him and somebody else set up f- it was like they got out of their activities. They set up five radios around them oh, yeah, each playing awesome. a different band. I remember that was the first time I'd ever heard of White Snake. <laughs> yeah. They had like legit metal bands. That playing dude out of is in Terminator two and yep. I think he's wearing like a Guns N' Roses shirt yeah. or something. The dude loves <laughs> he's metal. Yeah, uh, I think I've seen him in, in various things. He I, he is in other stuff. He, that wasn't his only thing. Right. Is I, uh, is, is a funny little plug for myself. Um, not myself, but uh, so I do the haunted house design stuff or screen park design. And I have, I develop characters at the haunted house I work at. We actually have a character who is a walk around who is a play off of, of old Zeke. Do you remember oh, that episode? Fucking scary as hell. The so plumber. scary. Zeke, Zeke the plumber. The plumber. Oh. Right. So scary. A, a little bit. He's he's more of a a, a janitor <laughs> where we are, but his look is similar. Um, Yikes! And it's really funny. That's yeah, so that scary. episode always freaked me out. For, it, it, like just like the the. I don't know the bit about it, like the in the dreams. Like I remember Telly. Remember Telly? Yeah. <laughs> Her dream was that she hated dancing and she was trapped in this dance with Zeke the plumber. That was her like nightmare about Zeke. And like 
she was doomed to dance with Zeke forever. That's so like <laughs> that's psychologically so scary. scary. And yeah. it's funny because like when you would watch Are You Afraid of the Dark as a kid, you'd like be prepared for it. I just remember, okay, uh, yeah, your shorts, and it was like a really disturbing episode. Definitely, there was another one that Definitely I thought was really really scary. They found this like um, bull skull. That was a, there was like a tale about it being cursed oh, I or whatever. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they hang it in their in their um, bunk and then they're cursed. Like everyone has bad luck, so they're cursed. The way they have to get rid of the skull is they have to bring it back to this cave and sleep in the cave. It was wicked scary. Right. <laughs> I don't like that. But um, yeah, but I mean that theme song is just it fits that show perfectly. It, really, it sounds great and it's just straight nostalgia. I totally agree. I can so, back yeah, that. So yeah, uh, so. Brian, your number My two. My number two. Unfolding unfold the paper. paper. This is a fairly recent one, but it is uh, one of my all-time favorite shows. It is Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So this is another another example of, it, it's instrumental, but there's something so perfect about it. It sets sets the tone perfectly, mm. and uh, it's just, uh, I, I think it's so great, and uh, uh, maybe I'll hold off on the facts. But let's, let's do it first. All right, so I'll here it is, facts. the theme song to Parks and Rec, which I have never heard in my life, so I'm going to hear it now. I heard it. That's Parks. Uh, yeah, I, I just I think it's so great, and it, it really does capture the the theme of the show. It's it sounds like a I don't know if you ever heard Sufjan Stevens. It sounds like a Sufjan Stevens. Does it? Song. If that's if that's what they sound like, I think I might like them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it it has it has the same like quality. Of the, I remember the theme song to The Office. Like when that came out, everyone was like, "That's really cool. That sounds awesome." And like I love when a instrumental theme song can be. Like, like really kind of hit home with yeah, the show exactly. with the like, point of the show yeah and it, it yeah, really do- it do. really does that well uh, interesting fact about it I have it written down so I'm gonna have to physically read it it's, it's edited now when they play that show it's a little TV. shorter yeah yeah um, I guess they had like this contest um where they ha- they had they emailed a bunch of different composers to write them a theme song and like they got a bunch of submissions back and they picked the one that they thought was the best. This one is uh, by these dudes, uh, Gabby or I think Gabby's probably a girl, Gabby Marino and Vincent Jones. They like won the contest. The reward for the contest was was seventy five hundred dollars just wow. just to buy the rights for it. Yeah, which is really cool. And I think they were like legitimate composers, so it wasn't just like Joe Schmoes or whatever. But sure. I think that's cool. Like instead of just them being like, all right, let's. Let's do a theme yeah. song or whatever. They, they I, like. I let's get the best of the. Wish I could hear the other potentials. Me too. I like. I would love to know what direction they went. I in. also like, wish. Uh, after hearing that for the first time, um, I don't know. I, I, I wasn't in love with it. Well, Matthew. <laughs> what I, did, what I, did I but, like? but the thing, the, th- the only thing, the reason why that is, is I have nothing to attach it to. Absolutely. And I was going to make the point that like TV themes, you know, maybe on their own, like just now, like, I doesn't do anything for me. But mm-hmm. like I said, I have nothing to attach. I have no memory of it. To me, that was just. Music, no, various music, and, yeah. it, and it's a TV theme. And it's an instrumental, like you said. Um, if I'm, you plow through a season of it, you won't be able to get it out of your head. Absolutely, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I got, I got nothing on this one. That sucks. I don't know, Parks and Rec, I, it's, it's, it's such a fantastic show. It, it bums me out that like. I'm surprised you didn't want you like Amy Poehler. I know. I, I don't. I don't. I just haven't watched the show. I, I'm sure I like. It. I think I saw one episode. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I did. It was an episode where, um, she was. Uh, deciding she was going to run against a incumbent, um, what is it? Um, what's the office that they hold in that show? 
Parks and Recreation. Oh, is that, oh okay. So, and, and, and the guy who was the incumbent was like uh, just some rich guy, and like she oh, came it, in. Was it Paul Rudd? I think so. Yeah. And so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's so she came in to tell him he was going to run against it, and he like just wouldn't believe her, and was just like kind of like, yeah, well, you know, uh, well, you could do this for me. And he's like trying to get her to do things, and uh, <laughs> she was like, no, I'm I'm here to tell you that I'm I'm going to run against you. And she's like trying to make like this big like argument, and he just was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, his name is Bobby Newport. Right, it was pretty uh, funny. He was really so great good. in that show. It, that, that bit is so funny. But uh, for anyone who has not seen the show, because Matt clearly has not seen the show, and he should, I can't believe you live with me, and I've never made you watch that. Brian, but. you're never here. I'm always here every day. I'm surprised you're here for the podcast. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Okay, so uh, this, <laughs> enough of this. This, uh, this deputy director of the Parks and Recreation Department in a fictional town of Pawnee, Indiana. Her name's Leslie Nope. She's portrayed by uh, by Amy Poehler, and it's just their department and like the trials and tribulations they go through and the different stuff that they have to deal with. Basically, toward the beginning, it was just them trying to fill in this hole that was dug called Lot Forty Eight, and they're just try- they want to they want to fix that hole and build a park on top of it. And that's so, actually the plot of the show for a really long for time. a long time for for the whole first season and, and I think the whole second season too. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, it gets bigger. They they get they have other issues they have to tackle. And then, you know, by the end of the series, or it's still going, but by toward the end of uh, its run, or <laughs> I'm saying the wrong things. Uh, <laughs> she uh, Leslie decides to to run for city councilwoman, and uh, so she can like you know because she's having such a positive in, in impact on her town. She thinks she wants to like eventually become the first female president. And she's just she's so outrageously positive and and lovable yeah. and it's, but no, it's but she's so not great. annoying not at all it's that's, weird that's the thing about that show people write it off because they think it's just an incarnation of uh of the office but it's so different than the office because the office is really reliant on awkwardness and people being kind of mean to each other making fun of each other there's a little riffing on parks and rec but they love each other they are there to support each other i've never seen such a ensemble cast that like is so sweet to each other and they're like all rooting for each other, even characters like Tom Haverford. But it's funny. It's not mushy. It's not a mushy Not show. mushy at all. There are mushy moments, but it's not like, it's not too much. It's the perfect amount. No, but even amount. when, in my opinion, like when The Office got mushy, it was like, blah. Yeah, it was like, blah. Yeah. And there's no like, uh, there's no real, there was for a little bit, but there's no uh, like, oh, will they, won't they kind of plot right. line. There's like a little bit, but. Um, even but I ca- think people compare it a lot because visually it looks identical. Yeah, it's the style is similar. And you can tell toward the beginning they wanted Leslie to be more of a stupid like Michael Scott type character, but they snapped out of that real quick. Yeah. Uh, and like even characters like Tom Haverford, like who is definitely by nature a little more selfish. They, they show him like come around and really like try to help people. And right. I, I just think it's such a great show. I need you to watch it. It's so funny. Okay. Maybe I will, but you have to Ron, you. Ron Swanson was written for people like you. People, people like me. What does that mean? Pegs like yeah, you. sexist, <laughs> ignorant I love women. <laughs> Yo, he, Ron Swanson is not sexist. He actually, uh, I don't know. He's just he's like he's like. I a, didn't say Ron Swanson. Would you is say sexist. he's kind of like an Archie Bunker character? But like he's just like he he's old fashioned. He's like yeah, like eighteen hundreds old fashioned. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I just know that um, the only thing I know from that show is that who who plays Ron Swanson. Uh, Nick Offerman. It's uh, Megan Mullally's husband in real life, right. and they they were married on the show, which is so funny. Right. Um. He uh he's got a like a comedy show yeah. called touring, and I guess it's super popular because uh, the one that's playing near us has uh by po- by demand has three shows. Oh wow! Oh, that's awesome. Right. It was originally one, amazing. and then they immediately added two, and there's a third show now. Hell yeah! Good I love that. Dude's got a sweet mustache too. <laughs> yeah, but As, um. Yeah, I I love that show so much. I just got it tattooed on my leg. I don't know if you saw it. No. <laughs> 
Did you not see that? I have the castle no, parks and recreation. He's been sitting here with shorts the entire time. <laughs> I'm not looking at his legs. Start why not? looking why at not? his legs. Come on, do I have to like pose in a different way? To get, like, look at my legs. <laughs> what do you have to do to make me notice you? <laughs> <laughs> so right. at, anyone who has not watched Parks and Rec, please watch it. It's my favorite comedy. All right, so we're on the number ones. Dually. Okay. Kick us off. All right, so favorite theme song is the Rocco's Modern Life theme song. Fuck yes. Performed oh, I... by the B-52s. Because there's two versions. One yeah. is not. So the second version I, I, was the b 52 I know I know it. I, I have don't it on, remember I have it. I here. Do you have it on there? So we'll, um, well, I'll, I'll have to remember it right now. So here it is, the theme song to Rocco's Modern Life. remember that I song like yeah it. i love the they're both really good they both have their their strong points in the in the first one without the b-52s there's this really awesome guitar lick in it yeah but i picked the b-52s one because i just uh, raga is modern life <laughs> yeah, i, I like, love right. his like they put zany voice what is they, that guy's he's name? designed for being a cartoon um, I don't know what off the top of my head. It's a oh good question. God, not to yeah, they it out. they really put their B fifty twos flavor on it. Also, I yeah. don't think that version has heifer going. That was a hoot at mm-hmm. the end, which bums that me. That was a hoot. <laughs> that was a hoot. <laughs> That's my impression of it. That was a hoot. <laughs> That's how it sounds. <laughs> that was a hoot. <laughs> Oh, that's that, all uh, of us. That's, that's, uh, anyone else want to do it? Uh, Fred Schneider is his name. That's his wow, name. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. Right. And, and the um, the girl, the r- one of the girls is uh, Kate Pearson. The, oh, yeah. The, uh, the reason I wanted to know his name is, uh, as I've mentioned before, uh, I take improv classes. And I mean, have you ever played this game? Because Dooley has also taken improv classes as well. Yeah. Um, have you ever played the game Hey, Fred Schneider? No. <laughs> all right. So it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of the improv games. And what you do is you stand in a circle and like you just like, you just you know clap your hands and then you go. Uh, everyone in the group goes, "Hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing?" And then you each go around one by one and you say something in his like cadence. Yep. And you'd be like anything as long as it fits the the same um, rhythm as the song. So I'd be like, "Hey, Fred Schneider, what are you doing?" You'd be like, "Sitting on a toilet." Reading a book. What a I really love that. What a funny <laughs> game, and that's like 
that helps so much. Right, yeah. Uh, so. I feel like we do the B-52s voice a lot. And I, I, specifically when you did that, that Halloween song at the beginning, when you go, ha, 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 <laughs> That is so B-52s influence. Last, last uh, Halloween, I did like a, uh, my friends and I recorded this B-52s influenced um, like Halloween novelty song uh, called Monster Splash. <laughs> I love it. So that's what he's referencing to everybody. That's really great. Um, I never but heard I, that. But Rocco, Rocco. You never heard that? I never heard. I've never even heard of it. I maybe listen, maybe I, you can put it on the podcast. I literally I listened to it twenty five <laughs> times on Halloween. Twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's but that is my my favorite themes. Obviously, this you know, like Matt said, this list was very hard. Yeah. But I love I love the guitar in that song. It's, it's great. It's so surfy, and he sounds so wacky. He's just fit for a cartoon. It's perfect. Right. Did you, you love the show? Right. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And we talked about that before. But, oh, did you? So oh, yeah. I won't even get into that. I've never, like, I've never heard the show before, so I don't know like, what you're talking about. Dick. No. Hmm. Um, yeah, well, we'll have you on again, sure. Yeah. Oh, come mm-hmm. on. No, no, you're doing great. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Number one. Wow. I made it so I'm far. Under a lot of pressure here. Uh, so, we, so we haven't had um, any repeats. Here's the and first I'm, one. I'm, no, this isn't a first one, and I'm surprised. Um, but it might be our first repeat as... I think this is, in my opinion, it's my number one, and I think it should be everybody's number one, especially <laughs> from our generation. But my number one is the theme song to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh man, it didn't on, even gotta think say, about it. On my honorable mention for sure. Wow, that every, that's that's the theme song everyone knows the words who, to. Exactly, everybody knows the words to that song. It's a freak. It's a rap song. <laughs> and and now the listener can sing along too when right, we so, listen to it. So here you go. Feel free to sing along and do all your funny. Will Smith impression or whatever. <laughs> uh, so here it is, a theme song to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where I spent most of my days. Chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool and all shooting some b-ball outside of the school. When a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in my neighborhood. I got in one little fight and my mom got scared and said, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said pressure in a dice in the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, man, forget it, yo, home the Bel Air. I pulled up to the house about seven or eight And I yelled to the cabbie, yo home, smell you later Looked at my kingdom, I was finally there To sit on my throne as the Prince of Bel-Air Great tune, great tune Man I feel like that song. I feel like that song always plays at like a wedding. Yeah, but definitely. <laughs> it plays everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I have a quick anecdote about that song that I think is really funny. When we were in London, we went to this dance club. They played that four times throughout the <laughs> night. Four. <laughs> and then the first time they played it, it was the extended version that we, that I don't know if yeah. There's like a super extended version that they. I don't think they ever really play it on TV. Maybe no. To, uh, during the pilot or something, but they played that extended version and like <laughs> it was the instrumental part before it picked back up. I was like, it's the extended version. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Because <laughs> like everyone was like singing along, and I didn't want a group of people. in London. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or well, it was like friends. the people the people I was with. Oh, were so not they were like London, in West Philadelphia, born, born and raised <laughs> on a playground <laughs> where they spend in West Berkshire. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little about the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What's um, what's the uh, what's the bit there? I don't I don't even have same to. thing. Same same thing. Great theme song explains the show right. in the theme song. Definitely, yeah, um, really great. 
I, what is there to say about the friggin' song? Everybody, if you listen to this podcast, if you're if you're savvy enough to download a podcast and listen to it, you know the theme song to the yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> if you don't, something happened to you, and I apologize that you went through that horrible event and your memory was wiped. <laughs> Because that's the only way you could forget you that song. You don't know it because you're the main character from Memento. <laughs> right. You don't know it because you are uh, uh, Truman and this is all based around you. <laughs> and I'm now being swept away by guards because I'm blowing up the spot. I will see everyone in. The show is, is really, really funny. Like, legitimately funny. Oh, my God. It's so funny. The freaking show is... Um, Matt, uh, you do a really great um, Carlton dance. I do. Nice. I, I, <laughs> maybe we'll have to put a video a of me GIF, doing the Carlton. A GIF, not a video. Let's put a GIF. <laughs> All right, we'll make a GIF of me doing or the Carlton sorry, GIF. dance. A GIF. Who okay. says GIF? It's know. the guy who invented GIF just came out and and said that it's it's always supposed to have been pronounced GIF. I think he's just trying to make himself relevant again, but whatever. What a anyway, dick. Fresh Prince of Bel Air, super good. Um, like I don't know. I, I I always thought Will Smith was so unbelievably hilarious. There's one moment in particular that I think we watched recently that I was like in tears. I watching. laugh I, at least once per episode. I mm. freaking die laughing. Definitely. My favorite episode is when he's like, "Welcome to Earth," and then there's <laughs> all the, the aliens. <laughs> you, you bitch. There's one episode where he uh, is apologizing to Uncle Phil, and he puts on the song from Mean Girls. You know, no, 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 no. I don't know. It's a, it's, a, it's the big popular song from Mean Girls. You have a wonderful. I mean, no, voice. Did I say Mean Girls? I meant to say Dream Girls. Okay. Yeah, you were saying. I was like, I don't Dream really girls. know what he's talking about. Sorry, I, I am thinking about Mean Girls every second of every day. So. <laughs> um, but he like lip syncs this big dramatic song and is so unbelievably over the top about it. And he's like falling on the couch and just like <laughs> <laughs> it, like it, it basically it formed my sense of comedy in a sense. <laughs> it is so funny. If anyone can find that on YouTube, Will Smith uh, lip syncs maybe Dream we can, Girls. Maybe we'll so post funny. it. Um, actually, actually, um. I I have two points. One, uh, one of my favorite memories. I forget what the premise was, but uh, his best friend, who is played by DJ Jazzy Jeff, who wasn't his name. What was his name on the show? Jeff. I think it's Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Um, oh no, Jazz. Sorry. They Jazz. Him Jazz. Yeah, his his best friend Jazz. Oh, the running gag, which I always thought was funny, was when Uncle Phil would throw him out of the house, and they would just throw <laughs> the body out, and he'd go. <laughs> <laughs> the sound bite of him right. being thrown out. <laughs> there was that, but uh, there was this one. There was this one episode oh where uh, him and Jazz were like fighting. And uh, he decided to make Carlton his best friend or whatever. And they went on a game show for, like, best friends. Oh, I love that. Episode. And uh, part of the show, uh, two of the contestants had to, had to go into the booth. And so Jazz and Will went into the booth, right? It's a soundproof booth, so you can't hear anything. But you can see what's going on in the window. And, like, they, you can see them arguing. And then one pushes the other one. They start to, like, wrestle or whatever. And then, like, they go down. Um, and you can't see him anymore. Then like one, then like Will would get up and like start dropping elbows on him. <laughs> but it's all soundproof. Yeah, it's all yeah, sound. So it's all so in funny. silence while like the uh, the host is talking to Carlton or whatever. <laughs> oh my god, it is so fucking funny. By the end, they start crying. And oh yeah, like then they hug each other, hugging, but you can't hear any of it. Right. It's yeah, so yeah. funny. <laughs> that that show is actually um just extremely it's well, wicked good, well written. The- Everything about it is, is it's it's like. I, honestly, I would say it's on level with like, and I might get some shit for this, but I say it's like on on par with like Seinfeld as far as the TV sitcom goes. It's if, different, but it's, it's yeah, it's, it's f- so classic. Every character on it, uh, they play their characters to a fucking T. Abso- absolutely, and the they execute so well. The jokes are done in such a well-rounded manner. I, the show is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, uh, it's instant. Syndica- and they're non-threatening, on... so white people can like it. <laughs> Shut up. Right. 
I mean, I used to tell people I had a black friend, but I was referring to uh, Will Will Smith. Smith. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, There was, it's in syndication like a ton. I feel like for a while, every time I would put it on and it was on TV, it was the the one and only serious episode they had when Will's dad comes back and tries to like be in his life. Oh, yeah. And he like freaks out and like cries about it and Mm -hmm. like Uncle Phil like reaches out to him. Uncle Phil steps in, yeah. It's so dramatic and it's so... I don't know. It's like hard to watch. It's like really dramatic, but uh, Will Smith but is a great actor. It's like the only one that's on TV <laughs> ever. So, he, he's, he's really great. great. Yeah. Um. Uh. The train. There's like a little bit of inconsistency in that show, but it's that's it, it's bound to happen with sitcoms of that generation. I feel like, but like Aunt Viv when they switched Aunt Viv. Oh, to I what w- the Asian woman or was she's that not f- Asian? <laughs> no. The, uh, uh, uh. Family Matters. The last season. Uh. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Harriet. When Harriet. they switch Harriet, I don't think she was like. I didn't know yeah, she was it's, Asian. No, it's a fucking dramatic change. I'm pretty sure. I know the, it's dramatic. Like she's like much lighter skinned. I, I'm pretty sure she's Asian. I don't. I'm gonna think look into so. that. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. But anyway, uh, the the first Harriet. I'm um, not Harriet. It's not Family Matters. It's will you friends. have the hey with your phone? Will you have the results for us next podcast? Hey, you want to go true. fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I hope an interview of the new Asian mother from Family Matters starts overdubbing <laughs> the episode and we freak out. Um, should we move on? Or? Oh yeah, I, I, I was just gonna say I, I think the uh, the first Viv is is much funnier. I think she's a riot. Right. Um. But yeah, that's my number one. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Very very good pick. Uh, my number one is my one of my all time favorite shows. I talk about it absolutely constantly. It is uh, Hey Arnold. It is definitely my favorite cartoon of all time. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. I could not love the show anymore. Uh, it was popular in our day, but it did not get the credit it deserved. It is so smartly written. It holds up so well. I've watched the series a bunch of times in my adult life, and it is so funny. And the I don't know, it, the characters are so great and relatable, and it's fantastic. But uh, let's let's listen to it. Please. The theme to Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold! So yeah, that's that. Uh, I love that theme song. It is super nostalgic for me, uh, and I just I love the show so much. It's and, all uh, over the place that theme song. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just really great. Uh, interesting fact that I found in my research. So the creator Craig Craig Bartlett, who's like basically my idol, he's so so great. He is married to uh, Matt Groening's sister Lisa. Oh, so weird. That's his brother-in-law. That is weird. Isn't that weird? I, I was so shocked when I found that out. But they, they run in very small circles, I guess. Apparently, yeah. And I guess, uh, quick Simpsons fact, uh, she's Lisa Simpson is named after his sister, Lisa. You probably knew that. I but, presumed that. Right. Yeah. But I just I, thought I it was a coincidence. That, I think that's really cool. But the show is awesome. It was, uh, ran from 1996 to technically 2000, but the last season they like stretched, so it technically ran until 2004. And then they made it. <laughs> what? A, I did, they, they, they like. Just we kept airing episodes like really far apart. Wow, wow, that's. Really I don't know why strange. they did that, but they did a movie in 2002 that was really good, and uh, 
don't know. I, I just think the show is so great. Uh, the, the character Hel- Helga Pataki is insane. Like she didn't appeal to me much when I was a kid. I liked her, but she is so smartly written and she is so, I don't know. She's so intelligent and she's so funny and witty and, I don't know, poetic. <laughs> she's like, there's something about her that is captivating to me. I think she's one of the the greatest cartoon characters I, I've I ever seen. I haven't revisited that show at all. Oh, I highly recommend it. I'm obsessed with it. I was uh, I was Arnold for Halloween this year. Well, I guess last year. And I, I had my iPod on my shoulder under my sweater playing the theme song all night on repeat. <laughs> That's what you're <laughs> It went over pretty well. Uh, if, uh, if anyone's interested, I'll post a photo of me in the costume. It came out pretty good. It is pretty good. I saw it. He's hot. He yeah. was good. Yeah, he's hot. But uh, that, that bums me out. Did you, I feel like you guys don't didn't love Hey Arnold as a kid. I did. I I liked it. That's a. How old are you? I'm, I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> like twenty one. No, twenty six. Twenty six. Uh, I mean, Bro, only, were I'm, you like ashamed to say your na- your age just then? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I, I don't want. Be but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that was a sentence by the way. I mean, I'm I'm two years older than you, and that was a little bit towards the tail end of me watching religiously shows like that. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, I liked it. The one thing I remember from that show was, uh, the, the one episode, um, where the foreign guy who's always stingy with money is like, his wife's leaving him. You say him. this all the time. I like I, <laughs> 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 Yeah, he's always like, he's having an argument and his wife's like, blah, blah, blah about money. He's just like, you keep the money. <laughs> and she's like, what? He's like, you keep the money? By the way, his <laughs> name like, is Oscar Kakashka. Just in case uh, you don't know. Our, uh, our female engineer says that a lot too. Does she? You keep the money. You I think that's so money. funny. Um, two quick facts about this show that I think are super interesting. This show started as uh, Craig Bartlett used to work on Pee Wee's Playhouse, and he originally pitched this as a claymation short called Penny. It was on Sesame Street. Oh my God! Penny? Oh yeah, yeah. They played it. They played it on Sesame Street. That's Pen- Helga. Right? Well, I don't. I don't. Uh, she might have been based on Helga. They look exactly I, the same. Oh yeah, I guess they do. Huh? Holy yeah, shit! I never like Arnold, Arnold, there, Arnold there, was her friend in that. Yeah, there was some claymation shorts on Sesame Street where it was Arnold. I do, I, I remember it was on Sesame Street. I think that's so cool. And then yeah. he got his own his his own show after that. I just uh, it's crazy. And I this uh, this is a consistency thing. With I, I love when shows are super consistent, and this is something really cool in it. Um, in the very very first episode, they're showing shots of the city. As they're showing shots of the city, you can hear. Andy Dick say Monkey Man. Oh yeah, and yeah. That that and that's it. And then not until the fourth season does the character Monkey Man come into play. Really, which is so cool. I and love you can hear it in earlier seasons. The fir- the pilot, the very first episode. Wow. And then he doesn't come until the fourth season. I think that's so cool, and it it reminds me of. I know people always talk about in Futurama. You 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 like Futurama, right? I'm not a super fan, but I like it. Uh, I know in the pilot there's a character called Nibbler that appears, and then it, but he's only in the pilot, and then. They tell his story way, way later. I oh, think okay, that's yeah. so cool. I love that. I don't know sh- when shows have foresight like that. Yeah. But also, I love that Andy Dick plays Monkey Man's voice because I absolutely love Andy Dick. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he's a hoot. But um. But yeah, that's Hey Arnold. That's uh, my wow, favorite so that's, cartoon. That's our list. Cool. Uh, just like to point out that uh, I was wrong. Uh, the woman was not Asian. She was just light, lighter skinned black woman. I think I think one of us might have said that. No, oh, weird. I, yeah. No, I will edit it out. <laughs> But um, yeah, honorable mentions. I had a ton. Me too. Brian has a ton. Dooley, do you have a ton? Yeah. Just uh, say shows. So why don't we just, uh, we'll go with three and yep. we'll just go around. Okay. Uh, Dooley, just say one and. Uh, uh, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son's a good one. Uh, step by Step. Oh, yeah. so good. I listen to that all the time on my iPod. Good one. Um, 
I will say Perfect Strangers. Can I say a quick thing about Perfect Strangers? Sure. The theme song of that show is absolutely my favorite theme song of all time, but I think the show sucks. I hate that show, <laughs> and I didn't want to taint my list with a show that I couldn't talk about. Is that the so. one with uh, Bak- uh, Balky? Balky. Larry right. and Balky. Right. Uh, it, it's a shitty show, but the theme song is perfection. Is that the one? There's like a... <laughs> Stand a, in time. There's like a mentally retarded person in the show. I no, no that's you're facts of, of life. No, that's life goes on. <laughs> you're thinking of Corky. <laughs> <laughs> the facts of life. Also well, do you like that show? Hold on. No. Uh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of Corky, he uh, there's a video online of him like performing with a band, and it is insane. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. <laughs> I might have to put that at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I'm going to. That's um, so funny. Julie, go ahead. Another one. Um, the theme song and really any music from the show, Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah, I don't, know, yeah, I don't know anything from that. It's but, good uh, for sure. Um, another classic uh, uh, on par with Fresh Prince is uh, the theme song to Cheers. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I would never thought of that. Right, that's a very that's a classic one. song. Very right. classic, yeah. All right, Ryan. A bunch of a bunch of mine were ones that were said, but who cares? Um, I, this is a newer one, but iCarly. I don't know if anyone watches that show, but <laughs> Drake Drake Bell, the dude from Drake and Josh, wrote it, and he's like a pop punk kid. So, oh wow, it's a good song. Huh. <laughs> Do we one more? Um, the theme song for Upright Citizens Brigade. That's which a good one too. Wicked super good. super techy. It's wicked good. Um, and mine, I'll finish up with another classic. Uh, the theme song to Gilligan's Island. Hell yeah, that rules. Nice. I love what that you took like the Nick at Night route, the real <laughs> old stuff. They just have the best themes. As they far really as, do. Like, like Dooley said, it's funny because if anyone older than our generation hears this and they hear us referring to this as the Nick and Night shows, <laughs> oh fuck! I didn't <laughs> they're really gonna be guy. like people are gonna feel old, might feel old. No, anyone who's listening to oh, the show on a podcast, that's just something from our, our generation. I think. Yeah. yeah, this is the podcast generation, Dooley. Okay. <laughs> Nick at Night now is Full House in Roseanne, and that's it. Uh, the shows <laughs> we grew up with. God, Roseanne. All right, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, the Friends theme song. I uh, I don't love it, but yeah, that's a classic one. A lot of people like that one too. It's it's uh, it's good. The show is so good. But um. Yeah, so I guess that wraps up the episode. Uh, thank you for listening again. Um, once again, uh, add us on Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death. Um, we, that's how you vote on our list, and our voting is starting to get a little uh, close, so we need more votes. So definitely, Yeah, please vote. Yeah, and another thing too, add us on Twitter. Everything is with the number 5. It's Top 5. Of, uh, our Twitter handle is Top 5 of Death, Facebook.com slash Top 5 of Death. We are in works on making a website, so we can kind of... Um, Maybe if you more. don't have a Facebook, you can start participating too. Right, and a little more organization, and we can do some more fun stuff with it. But um, as far as the Facebook goes, we don't, we don't like saturate your feed. We don't post every five minutes. So if that's like one thing you're like kind of nervous about, really all we do is we post when the new episode is up, and maybe once or twice a week. Really, right. we're not because I, I that annoys me too when someone's like, oh, like this page, and then. Every two seconds, I have a frigging thing on my newsfeed. It's like, oh, blah blah blah, blah blah. Save ten percent now. Yeah, right. I just we on a, on a free podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you that won't happen. But you can at least vote on the website, and if anything we have coming up is of interest, you can check it out there. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, anything else? Email. Yeah. What's your ne- What's the next episode going to be? Oh, the next episode. Yeah, did I really you decide. F- uh, I I had yeah, I did. I'm going to take one from uh, a listener suggested one. Um, I thought it was really cool. So next week's episode, we are going to do uh, the top five. Uh, see, I'm really torn because I really want to do a different one, but I guess I'll just well, wait. Do you want to tell us what you're torn between and we can decide? All right. Yeah. So we'll do that. I want to either do, because it's a number 10 episode, so it's one of our <laughs> increments of five. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I either want to do top five movie deaths mm-hmm. or top five worst movies. 
Ooh. I want to do worse movies. I was going to say, I think that'd be funner to listen well, to. Well, unfortunately, Brian, kind of you won't be here. So no, I know. A, I'm just saying, I'm no, a no. listener. I was going to say, as a listener. <laughs> as a listener, your... I would definitely, because you haven't done a negative one. I know yet. we haven't done a negative one. I think one. listening I really to war, you guys like really make fun of movies. I would love to do funny. worse movies. All right, so that's what we're going to do. So next week, uh, this was a uh, one suggested by you, the listeners, and you can suggest your own episodes on our Facebook page. So that's another reason to come like us over there. Thanks so, for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Brian, yeah, thanks for, Brian filling for filling in. in. Probably had a lot of fun. Uh, his list will be up for voting just like anybody else. And um, uh, so next week, top five worst movies. Uh, and we'll, well, we won't see you then, but uh, you'll hear us then. So uh, <laughs> smell you later, everybody. <laughs>